This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Thank you for taking the time to tune in to this podcast here on various podcast sites. My name is Crimson, and what you're hearing are clips from my YouTube channel at crimson60620.youtube.com. Check it out, and don't forget any of my other social media sites. Let's go. All right. Okay, so... I am a fan of Shonen, the power of friendship type shit, bullshit, and um, adventure growing. And I'm a little bit of a writer. I'm a care. I'm a fucking character designer. And with me being a character designer, me being a little bit known about writing and shit like that, um, I there are certain things that I actually like to actually see and actually address with people and characters. I'm also somebody that can enjoy a story, no matter how horrible it is. And long, as long as the characters are understandable, not even relatable, but not likable, but I can understand their motives. And this video kind of caught my eye because I like watching videos about anime and shit like that. So let's actually look at this video while we review it. So let's go. Alt argument some people use to defend Boruto is that Boruto is a more one of the default arguments some people use to defend Boruto is that Boruto is a more relatable character than Naruto and therefore Boruto is better or more serviceable however they want to categorize it. But just saying a character is relatable doesn't really mean anything whatsoever. Rela so this, like I saw this, I saw the first 30 seconds of this video and I kind of just like... All right, so let's let's just exercise the right muscles. So let's just exercise the critique muscles. There is a powerful writing tool of making your character more relatable in a grounded way. Of course, like, you know, we're talking about Boruto. That's like ninja magic and shit like that. But when you relate to a character it attaches you more to their story but uh, let's let's hear his argument relatability is a fallacy and you should not try to make your characters relatable before we get to the reason and this is where you fucking lost me why shouldn't you try to make your characters relatable 
are they supposed to be some god emperor human beings that just like oh no you don't act like a normal like this is one of the reasons why i have so many issues with the people that shit on like god of war like the norse saga he's like no kratos is just big raging anger monster like you know you can't sustain that forever but he seems weak like like but you can't say sustain it no he doesn't seem as powerful and this is the shit that i'm talking about right here it's just like they have some weird archetype of how they think characters should actually always be and what they should actually be in the stories we told those stories about characters that were just godlike and so removed from the human experience and they people didn't like those or they weren't widely adopted or 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 they weren't widely expressed that people like those i say it like that but let's go why subscribe to this channel and like this video if you enjoy my content. Boruto has a more normal life than Naruto had, at least in the beginning of his series. Boruto was a kid, sure he had ninja power, so of course he's not gonna be like anyone reading the series, but still, his most pressing issue was that his dad was absent. While in Naruto's case, his most pressing issue was that he had no family and the entire village detested him. Of course, many more people people are going to be able to relate to Boruto then. So this is just loneliness fuel. So you're just mad because one character has a family and they can be related when and, and he doesn't go through the same horrors and, 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 and trials and tribulations as their previous generation of characters. Tell you what, Chief. Most parents try to improve life for their child i i get it i get it maybe daddy didn't take you sh fishing like you wanted to and maybe you're mad at boruto because he's smart and he's he's he he, he, he you know he did get some time with his father but not enough but like I, I, almost as if it's kind of projection anyway let's go to Naruto. Having an absent parent is much more common than being ostracized because you have a demon sealed in your body. But just because a character is more relatable than the other, it doesn't mean it's a better character. This is something that Western media, especially Hollywood, love to do. They th Oh, it's the Hollywood media! <laughs> yeah, fishing is overrated. It's just literally an excuse to go out in the park and take a nap i'm i'm sorry i'm just like if like if you want to be honest with the fishing my father took me fishing when i was younger all the fucking time and he, it was just an excuse for him to sit by the motherfucking lakefront and relax and drink beers that's that's it like the fish yeah if he caught something cool but he was just trying to not stay in the house and sit back by the lakefront and drink beers. But, alright, let's go. 
think relatability is key, that if a character isn't relatable, then the character is not going to work. Now, I'm not saying that relatable characters cannot be great characters, because there are several relatable characters in media that are great, but relatability is by no means a necessity in storytelling. It's a tool that can be used like any other writing tool, but just the tool by itself is not gonna make a character work. What makes a character interesting are deeper things. I'm, so, here's the thing. I don't get the complaint. Because the complaint that I'm... I think I'm hearing is that... Relatability is bad. That's, that's what he's saying out front. But the complaint that I really think I'm hearing is... The way you're using relatability, I don't like. It's not that relatability is bad, because a lot of these hardcore Naruto fans try to relate to Rock Lee because he didn't have any special gifts. He just trained hard. Like that relatability is in a lot of their ideas. But just say you don't like the relatability that they're using for Boruto. That 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 gives you a little bit more of a leg to stand in. I may not, you know, like a specific type of relatability that or character flaw that somebody has or character, you know, you know what's the difference of a flaw, character, trait, strength that somebody has. But that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be built in as, I don't know, human, but let's go. Characters should be fascinating in their core. They should have interesting personalities and interest. Again, it's, it's just, I don't like this character. All right, let's go, let's go arc that is related to the character's core conflict and a conflict in which the character must solve his problems by overcoming his flaws and using his strengths in his favor their actions should be well written and they should be well integrated in the story if you do that and your character is relatable good if you do that and your character isn't relatable that's also good because it's gonna work either way and you know why it works even if the character isn't necessarily very relatable because people have some Something, at least most people that's called empathy where they can so again this is like literally it's just i i don't okay maybe i'm just missing it it's just like it just seemed like you don't like the characterization not the relatability because you can relate to anything it's anybody if you find that type of right mix you just don't like the characterization and say that say you don't like the characterization that's fine i i, I get it but like oh okay Let, let's go and put themselves in the shoes of other people especially characters of a story they are watching and they are invested on even if the struggle of a character is something completely alien for you in your real life you can still imagine how the character feels and what's going on on screen or on page of course there is nothing inherently wrong with enjoying a character that's similar to you that have struggles similar to the ones you have in your life and watch the character succeed on screen it can be very uplifting it can give you a very good sense sense of hope that things can get better for you so 
And again, he's not degrading like characters. Oh, I relate to this character, so they're good. It just seems like, yeah, it's just like, I don't like the characterization of this character. I, okay, let's go. And when used correctly, relatability can be great, a very good asset for you to implement in a story. However, sometimes you don't want to watch someone that has a struggle like yours. You want to escape your reality. You want to watch someone that's greater than yourself, a character that's... Okay, so remember a couple of minutes ago when I said that um, it was like almost projection? I... I from my assessment educated guess from just what he says you want to see somebody that's different from yourself like so is it that you feel that you didn't have the time with your parent as is it that you're relating too much with boruto that's why you want to escape you want to see something different like I don't get what the critique is necessarily because the only critique that I can see that I feel like is coming up is that, man, I don't like the characterization. I don't like the plot of the story. If that, if you don't like the plot, that's fine, but don't sit back here and shit on the tool, shit on the way the tool is being used. You just don't like Boruto. And I get why a lot of people don't like Boruto. They want to live their life through Naruto. And ironically, the fucking opposite actually happened to me with, with most fan, fan uh, fandoms. I am, grew up in a time where Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z was a thing. And I get like, like a lot of fans right now just empathize with Gohan and they grew up with Gohan and he, he was going to be the next generation. But I stick stuck with Goku and Vegeta. And the reason why I didn't, you know, go with Gohan, or I see, and I definitely don't understand. I, I definitely don't understand the, the, the love of Gohan being the main character is because as a writer, I know Gohan has never moved the story. He was always moved by the story. And protagonists have to move the story. But Gohan was never that character. Are they writing in Boruto when they when they actually started it? Because um, the manga is a lot different than the actual anime. It's, it's a lot different. Does... In an anime, does Boruto move the story as well as they think he sh as well as I think he should? No. In a manga, yeah, it's actually more. He's actually pushing the story forward a lot more than what they done in the anime, and so that's a characterization. That's the way they're using the tool. It's not that relatability is a problem. It's the misuse of the tool. And I think this guy kind of sees himself in Boruto too much. And that's why he says he wants something different from life. But again, that's just a speculation. Special that is beyond what a simple human being can be. And watch such a person go into struggles that you could never imagine going through during your life. This can be also very interesting and fascinating to watch. Let's be real, I am not special. You are most likely not special. See? <laughs> Damn! 
fuck why why would you say that okay all right sure let's go either so when we watch people in stories that can do very special things it can give us a sense that there's something else and we can become like them too and these characters don't necessarily have to be relatable we can also contrast but you are just saying what relatability is you are identifying with a character trait and you hoping to be like that character trait Oh my god, you uh, just say you don't like the way the tool is being used, my guy. Just say that. Because you are you are literally talking about what relatability is. You're identifying with a part of that character and you're hoping to transcend. Are you saying a one-to-one -one ratio? No, that's not how that works. But you, my God, you are doing relatability right then and there. But let's go. Sarada and Sasuke, just like who contrasted Boruto and Naruto. Sarada has essentially the same core issue Boruto has. She has an absent father in her life. While Sasuke had a big brother that slaughtered his entire family in- Spoiler alert! I'm sorry. Cold blood, leaving Sasuke alone, and with a deep desire of vengeance. Which one is more relatable? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure most people don't have their families assassinated by their older brother, so of course Sarada is more relatable. Which character's better? I'll let you decide. But the answer is Sasuke. A big. Pr Again, this seems just more like, hey. I'm used to this character. I like the story that this character told. And um yeah, let's let's just choose this. It's fucking uh I don't know if it's uh official logical fallacies, but it's um an appeal to familiarity. Now, if you actually go into the story of and I know a lot of people like hate Sakura um Sadara because um because oh excuse me Sakura is her her mother just like for some reason they hate her but Sadara is her own character she has a desire to literally be the first Uchiha Hokage and she's actually on a good path to it and she she's not a carbon copy of Sasuke. I'm sorry, it's just not a thing. And if you go to the characterization in the manga, <sighs> now do I think Ikimoto kind of was maybe on some uh, sus shit? But you know, she's her own character. You, that that's just a thing that happened. That's a progression of a story. I, okay, All right. let's go problem arises whenever a writer wants to use the relatability factor in order to make a character work. I'm not saying necessarily that's what they're doing in Boruto. Boruto has way more problems than this and Boruto's relatability isn't really an issue in the story. The entire story has so many things wrong that Boruto being relatable is just something that's there. But people usually use this as you don't like Boruto. Just say that, though. You just don't like Boruto. 
Okay, you don't... Okay, check this out, check this out, check this out. You don't have to like a piece of media. I know, shocking, wow. You don't have to have the piece of media also go the way that you like. It's okay. I know the sunk cost fallacy is a bitch to get over. I get it. I've been doing YouTube for like six, seven years now, and I still haven't made monetization. So sunk cost fallacy is a bitch. And I keep doing it by, you know, like and subscribe. But you don't like Boruto. You don't have to watch Boruto. I stopped watching the, uh, the anime a minute ago. But you know what? I, I read the manga and the manga is fucking tight. Um, it's okay. I can do one and not do the other. I don't have to be consumed with pledging my fealty to a property that I don't like parts of. It's, it's all right. But fuck, let's go. As a defense to say that Boruto is better than it actually is and to excuse many of its flaws. There are many stories that use this relatability factor in order to make the reader care at all. And this is obviously much more done in Western media, as I said before. You're not going to really find that many relatable characters in anime. And of course, I'm just... He's bullshit, right? As, as Chunga says, like, wait, what? Like, this video is, is, is it is, it is kind of quack. It is, like, really? Really? I, of course you find relatable people in anime. What are you fucking, like, I will say, what are you smoking? But I don't actually um, get high because, like, I wouldn't want myself to like not be able right, let's go let's... generalizing here there are a lot of really relatable characters in anime so i get it now i really get it he thinks that relatability means having the powers i because you don't have the powers or you're not overly this or overly that then you're, you're not relatable that that's not That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Just because you don't have powers like fucking Saiyans or you don't have ninja powers or you know you haven't heard had a devil fruit doesn't mean that it's not relatable. Like just because your mother wasn't a was a, a Quincy and your father was a Shimigami doesn't mean that you're not relatable. I Okay, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey, but I'm just comparing the number of relatable anime characters to the number of Hollywood slash Western relatable characters. There's just way more of these very relatable characters in Western media, and that's a fact. Of course that their emotions and their struggles can be relatable because you're going to empathize with the character, but you don't really want to become the Hokage in your real life. Your goals are probably very different. Unless your goal is to touch a boob once in your life, then... Wait, you don't think certain people don't want to become leaders or respected people in their area? 
What type of fucking meat are you, dude? Okay, let's go. Why do I have the anime for you? But still, you understand them because those characters are good. And then if you contrast that to a character that's relatable for the sake of being relatable, and you're gonna find that a lot in questionable American literature, such as Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Does he really think that Twilight has relatable characters? Did he say Twilight? He said Twilight. This motherfucker said, did he say the fucking horrible ass Twilight fan fiction, Fifty Shades of Grey? I, this motherfucker said Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey. Motherfuckers ain't fucking Christian, Christian Grey. Or Edward, or fucking Jacob. That, that... I, I, I need to... I need to... I need for you to tell me where you get that source. Wait a minute, I think I found it. My source is that I made it the fuck up! Wow, this bullshit comes all out of his ass. Like, okay, let's go. And that kind of stuff. The main characters in those books are just a self-insert. They're supposed to feel relatable, but the characters themselves have nothing going for them. And of course, those are two very extreme examples of bad literature, but still, they are great examples that tell you that relatable characters are not necessarily good. If you move to the other end and reach out for very quote-unquote unrelatable characters, you can still find many- I get it. I know what he is. He's a fucking JoJo fan. He's a fucking JoJo fan. That's what he is. He's a fucking JoJo fan. And I'm sorry, dog. Even though it didn't happen to me, there have been people that have been groomed by older guys. It didn't happen to me. But, um, yeah, Sasuke was... Orochimaru was trying to, um... Yeah, no, nah, that, that's, that's not a pedo-like picture right there extremely compelling characters in that category and of course there are many villains that are not relatable i mean thanos for example he's not relatable moderate oh my god he doesn't know oh my god oh my god oh my god first of all and i and i and i i will continue to preach this because i kind of know the fucking character so first of all, Sasuke wasn't cool. Sasuke was never cool. Sasuke is the furthest thing from cool. You know what Sasuke was? Sasuke was socially awkward and had PTSD, but he knew when to shut the fuck up. Like he wasn't cool. He was never cool. He tried to play cool, but he was never cool. Everybody called Sasuke out on his bullshit. Even Sakura, like. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, before they hit the bell test, Sasuke seemed cool to Sakura. But when he told her off about disrespecting Naruto, about saying how she was annoying, it kind of changed. And yeah, you see the little, oh yeah, Sasuke cool, but he, you kind of saw the change in the way he actually talked to her, especially when like he quote-unquote rescued her from Kakashi's 
Genjutsu. He couldn't lie to her anymore. She called him out on his bullshit. Naruto called him out on his bullshit too. But like, yes, Sasuke was just socially awkward. But he knew when to shut the fuck up. And he had PTSD. But you said, you know, 10 year olds to war. Of course, they're going to get fucking PTSD. Thanos. Guess what? Thanos was a simp. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you say Western media and now this other good bullshit. Thanos was a simp. I'm sorry. He, he is in love with Lady Death. She appeared to him as a child. She endeavored this motherfucker with her. And, like, like I, I get it. Like, you know, MCU. A lot of people don't know the MCU. But Thanos is a simp for Lady Death. I don't know how else to tell you your limited motherfucking media diet is, but Thanos was a simp. And I'm just going to put this out here. I'm just going to put it out here. Madara. I'm going to get stoned for the Naruto fan base for this. Madara is just fucking Anakin Skywalker. I know, I know. He's just fucking Anakin Skywalker. That's all Madara is. Some of the shit has changed a little bit, but I'm going to make sure that I can protect everybody. And then somebody important to him dies. And then another person, who I'm mad, and I'm going to change the world because I'm mad. Madara is just Anakin Skywalker. I, I know, I know. It seems like he's a whiny little bitch. Yes, he's strong, but he can't let go of the fact that fucking people die and you need to take care of the people that are here that you can actually save and you can actually protect. Anakin, motherfucking Madara is just Anakin Skywalker. That's it. He's Anakin Skywalker. He's a strong person that has the power to change the world. But Dora fit because he lost some loved ones. I I don't know what else to say. Just like he's Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, whew, let's go. He's not very relatable. Palpatine. He's not very relatable. But they are good villains. And of course, they're. He, he actually is relatable. Palpatine is somebody who's exclusively want the. He's a cartoon villain, but his thing is he wants power. He wants control. I, okay, let's go. Relatable villains as well, but then there are good characters that are also not very relatable, such as Sasuke Uchiha. Okay, you can argue that Sasuke wasn't good all the time, but you get the point. Zuko from Avatar. He is one of the best written characters ever, and he's not relatable. It's wait, wait, wait. No. Fucking no. Fucking no. He's mad at Boruto, whose father didn't live up to the shit that he needed to live up to. But he praises Zuko. Wow, dog. Wow. I. Do, do you not actually get, like. Uh, do, you, do you not actually get what, what's going on, dog? I. Okay. Wow, shit. 
Let, let's go. Father banished him because he spoke out of turn during a war meeting. And he is the prince. He is a very unrelatable character for me. You keep saying relatable. You keep... You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. I, I don't think you know what that word means, dude. You keep using that word. I don't think you know what that word means. But, alright. Struggling through, struggling through. Most people, and yet, he is one of the best characters I've ever seen being written before. What matters for the character is the human struggle, the situations they're put in, and how they react to them. Their decisions and choices will dictate if a character is good or not. Not whether this character has a similar situation that the reader slash watcher is in. This is simply a fallacy. So don't be afraid of writing a character that doesn't look very relatable, even if this is the main character of your story. Some of the most interesting main characters are actually quite unrelatable. So why do you have to be- Why is he showing Lelouch? Again, a banish prince who had a dick of a father that wanted to change the world for the better. I- <sighs> Is it because I, I kind of know about writing? I'm not saying I'm a good one. I'm not saying I'm a proficient one. It's because I know about writing because I've actually just read, watched, and like just heard media. You used Lelouch? Oh, you don't, you're not a prince. You're, you, <laughs> by the way, you don't have a sister that you care about that you want to look after. No, 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 that's not a relatable thing. You don't have the, the, the need to change the world and it, I, the fuck, I, okay, okay, let's go. Be stuck on this box of relatability. Make sure the character is good, compelling, and interesting, and then it doesn't matter if he or she is relatable or not. People will enjoy your story, regardless of the fact that they find the struggles in the story relatable for them. They will simply enjoy the story and the characters for what they are and for what they do. Watch this other video right here for some more interesting content. Like this video, subscribe. Alright. He just doesn't like Boruto. Just just say that, dog. Just say you don't like Boruto. It'll be fine. Just say you don't like Boruto. It's okay. That's that's fine. I don't know. Dude, like shit like this, just like just say you don't like Boruto. I I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. You don't like Boruto, that's fine. You can say that. It's okay. But anyway, um, like, share, subscribe, and all that other good shit. Thank you for choosing to watch this video. And, like, we're going to cut this video segment here.